0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Bally Sports Miami Mic'd Up with me, your host, Jeremy Taché, and we are continuing the Marlins Media Day rounds on this podcast If you have not been paying attention over the last few weeks, we have had a number of different interviews, starting with Jazz Chisholm and leading through, I believe now, seven or eight different members of the Miami Marlins. And today we have another in John Birdie. John Birdie is actually one of my favorite interviews that we did from Media Day. He had some really interesting perspectives on small ball, how the new rule changes could affect things, not just for the Marlins, but across the league. And I also uh, proposed a new stat for him that my younger brother and I came up with one time, uh, factoring in stolen bases into production of play. So John Birdie is one of our better conversations, but just wanted to keep you guys updated on what's to come on Miami Miked Up next week. I believe we will have a Florida Panther who has recently returned to the lineup in the last couple of weeks as they continue their red-hot pursuit of a playoff spot. Obviously, the Miami Heat in an interesting position as they are currently the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference, and I can promise you we will have some analysis on this podcast in the coming weeks as we get closer to the playoffs there as well. And more and more of these interviews from Marlins Media Day. We have John Birdie today, but still to come, a reliever, a catcher, a starting pitcher, and potentially some more. You'll look for the video on at Bally Marlins on Twitter, at Bally Sports Florida on Instagram, and of course, at Jeremy Taché across platforms, including TikTok now. Yeah, we're TikTokers. Anywho, enjoy today's interview with John Birdie. It's one of my favorites. Hope you all enjoy, and we'll see you next week. And now we have John Birdie joining me on today's episode of Miami Mic'd Up. John Birdie, thank you so much for taking some time to chat. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, before we get into baseball, what's something recently, or even just this offseason, outside of baseball, off the
1: field, that's brought you some joy? Um, started reading a little more, actually. My wife is an avid reader. She, she reads like 40 books a year. And yeah, it's insane. So My I, I've, been, the same way. I've been trying to read a little more. So, um, and I've started to enjoy it actually. What What are some of the uh, books you've you've taken in? What are some recommendations? What's um, uh, the book I'm on now is uh, uh, the Silent Patient. Okay. Um, so far, so good. About halfway through it, so I don't want to give any spoilers <laughs> away sure. just yet, but. Uh, <laughs> But that's the one I'm working on now. That's cool, man. I, you know, to me,
0: reading has always uh, taken a lot of patience.
1: Yeah, idea, I It's know, almost like I meditation, know. right? Like I'm more of a video. Yeah, I'm more of a video game guy, but I've uh, been trying what, to. Trying what are to your read. video games? What are your go tos Big Call of Duty guy. You are <sighs> okay. Call, not yeah, not yeah. a sports video. I mean, I guess no, sports. Um,
0: whatever. But sports I used to video play
1: NHL guy. quite a bit. Okay. Um, Still play Madden a little bit, but Call of Duty's kind of taken over.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I get get it, I understand. It can get, I can imagine get addicting. Um, Well, let's talk some baseball. Yeah, let's do it. You, in your game, have sort of been a utility player for this organization for a few years, but also have been thrust into, like, constant starting roles at the same time. So how do you, as a player, sort of keep yourself mentally prepared for, okay, I could be a starter six days a week, or i could be coming off the bench in platoon situations doing a whole bunch of different things how do you how do you get yourself prepared to wear so many different proverbial hats
1: yeah it's um it's definitely a lot more difficult than it may seem but uh i just try my best to get my reps out there on the field during batting practice or in the off season at various positions just to keep myself fresh and then then it's just like a, a mindset where it's just whatever the team needs me to do i take a lot of pride in just going out there and being able to help and if that's coming off the bench, pinch hitting, pinch running, or starting every day at a certain position or multiple positions, which has been the case over the last few years, um, just to be mentally prepared for it. And uh, I think that's the biggest battle.
0: Well, you should know that because of you and the impact that you made, Uh, last year during that stretch there where it felt like you were like the entire offense for a few (laughs) weeks where it was you were getting on first, you were stealing second, you were stealing third you were coming in to score Uh, you should know that that my younger brother and I literally spent some time creating our own version of an OPS that factors in steals and that it made (laughs) you a higher valued player than Kyle Schwarber so we knew what we were doing.
1: I appreciate that because I've always felt like my slugging percentage should be higher because this is what I'm saying. Because even though it might take me an extra pitch or two to get to second, Correct. I'm getting that extra this, base. This, all right, right. So I want you to know I've, this is what I've we were factoring that, in. I felt that way for a long time. I, all right, it's good it to know to we have your support. I to make better that I don't hit as many uh-huh. extra bases. No, nope, we're gonna bases, call it I'm,
0: now. I'm gonna work on it for real, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna I'm publish it, it. it out there. It'll be I'm called like it. the birdie, the birdie stat, or there whatever. There you go. We'll put it in all capital letters: B E R T I. Because you're gaining
1: an extra base. Exactly. What's the difference? And there was
0: there was a punishment for being caught stealing. Stealing is the way you do it, but but for a sure. bonus for stealing a base, sure. and that, that's how it can work. All right, good. I'm glad to know that we have your approval. <laughs> that being said, yeah. all these rule changes, right? you yeah. got bigger bases. You've got a lack of shifts. You stole a ton of bases last year. How do you think that, that those rule changes are going to affect the game and, and maybe be positive for, for players like you, like Jazz, that, that like to steal some bases when you get on?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it just because um, I think it definitely benefits guys like myself, and I think it'll hopefully bring us back as a, as a sport to a little bit more of the athleticism the speed that kind of you needed to have um, especially to play maybe in the middle infield um, maybe in the 80s 90s and stuff like that so uh, bigger bases is great because it shortens the distance I have to run but uh, the pick rule I'm still trying to navigate how it's gonna help Um, I know obviously they can come over twice if they come over a third time if I'm out I'm out if I'm safe I get second so but it's still not like if they pick over twice i can't just get a ginormous lead and because right. if i'm out i'm out so um we'll see about that one but shifts wise teams don't sh- never shifted me too much um hopefully it opens up the middle of the field again just right. because you know all the way through the minors and the first few years in the big leagues it was like a ground ball up the middle was a base hit now you hit it's a ground ball up the middle crazy, and you're out right? and it's like well i've been trying my whole life to <laughs> <Forever. hit balls laughs> all up you're the middle ever taught and, you is know, hit the ball up exactly the middle. so um so we'll see about that one
0: yeah, well I'm I'm really intrigued for the base stealers too in terms of this countdown clock for pitchers, right? Because if guys yeah. are if yeah. guys are just waiting until that last second, yeah. it's like you know you can you can go, so yep. it really is gonna speed up the game as 100%. well. You know, for you you, you stole and I, I had the number here, yeah, you stole forty one bases in hundred and two games. The franchise record is sixty-five by yeah. Juan Pierre. Yeah. yeah. Twenty years ago. JP's good one. Two thousand three. <laughs> Do we think there's any shot that John Birdie playing a full um, season could challenge those, or is, are those the types of goals that you set for yourself? No,
1: I. Uh, after an early age in my minor league career, I got away from statistical goals just because I feel like um, it's just not where where I want to be at with my, my head. So yeah. um, I'm more of just how I show up every day, how I play, how I compete. Um, and help this team win um, is more of the goals that I kind of set for myself well you 're really a veteran here on this team when you when you look across i mean you 've been <laughs> yeah. here for a few
0: years yeah. and and you've got a number of young guys on this mm-hmm. team and really a new a new look team in a lot of yeah. ways. You add Arias, you add Gene Segura, a yep. couple more infielders. Yeah, a um, couple of guys who similar to you, right? Yep. Put the ball in play, get on base. You know, that seems to be the sort of style this team is going with. So what what are your thoughts about sort of the new look lineup before we get to the pitching rotation?
1: I think it'll just balance us out a little better this year um, and not rely so much on um, the long ball, especially here in at Lone Depot, it's a little bit of bigger ballpark. And so I think we do have some power in the lineup, but now adding the guys that we added, um, I think will just help balance us out and become a more well-rounded offense that um, pitchers, opposing pitchers aren't going to be able to take any batter off, any hitter off, any inning off. And, and we're going to just Give it to him. You know, putting a lot of pressure on teams yeah, too is important, exactly. especially
0: when you have the type of rotation that this team has. Yeah, you add Johnny Cueto to it. Obviously, you guys lost Pablo yep. Lopez, which is a huge loss. Yep. You know, as a great starting pitcher and a great guy. Yeah, and we love we, Pablo. We yeah, know, we're gonna miss him. But we all know yeah. the type of guy that that, that he is. Slash now will be in Minnesota. Yes. Yep. Um. That being said, rotation still loaded. Yeah. A bunch of great young yeah. arms, and the reigning Cy Young winner. So wh- what, let's what talk about Sandy first. Yeah. Let's talk <laughs> about Sandy first. I yeah. mean. He comes in here, he's still got all the confidence in the world, as he should yeah. after what he did last season. What What was the most impressive part to you about what he accomplished last year in his Cy Young award-winning season?
1: Man, you give him the ball, he wants to go all night. If, if we play in extra innings, he want to pitch the 10th too, you know what I mean? And the way he um, attacks hitters, he's not afraid. He's going after them. He's not necessarily looking to strike everyone out. You know, so as a defender, keeps you on your toes you see him you see his intensity you just want it for him you know you just want to make that play for him because you know how hard he's working you know how hard he's working in the days leading up to his start Um, and I think that's a great example for the rest of our our staff and um, now adding a guy like Cueto who's been around who's been doing it for a long time at a very high success rate so I think that's only going to help us and um, You know, bringing along guys like Lazardo and and Rodgers and uh, Cabby and stuff. And and I could go on and on with our starting pitchers. It's crazy. really excited really excited to play behind those guys again this year
0: yeah i mean we look at it you see a great starting rotation you see a sort of new and improved lineup so what are your general expectations for this team when you look at you know this team competing in the nl east obviously more balanced schedule which i imagine is kind of nice but on the same token really good teams all across this division so what are your general expectations
1: yeah i think um you know teams have been or people have been looking at the other teams the nl east uh in particular of of improving and i think uh maybe overlooking us a little bit i think we definitely improved and um we're looking to make a splash this year you know i mean we're 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 ready to we're ready to (laughs) pun intended but uh we're ready to uh take that next step and and we think we got the guys here um that can get it done
0: Yeah, I mean, when you look at this team, there are a number of guys who can take those sort of steps forward. Now, I ask you as a guy who plays a number of different positions, Jazz is set to play center field at the moment. That's an adjustment. It is. It's a a big adjustment. Can you, as someone who has had to play both the outfield and the infield and even some center field, can you
1: speak to what that adjustment will be like for him as a player as he comes into this season? It's definitely a lot more difficult than you anticipate, only because guys who have been playing outfield their whole life, they make it look pretty easy. You know what I mean? But with Jazz's athleticism, with his work ethic, I know... He's gonna go out there and there might be a few bumps in the road here or there, but I think uh, overall, especially the more reps he gets, it's all about just reps during batting practice, getting live reads during games, especially in spring training. um, I think that's definitely going to help and then hopefully uh, come opening day, he's ready to go.
0: Looking forward to it. We're gonna wrap it up with a few rapid fire questions. So first, favorite baseball sound? Crack of the bat. Favorite baseball smell?
1: um pine tar are you much of a cook and if so what's your go-to meal i am not much of a cook but my wife does most of it and um i don't know uh go-to meal is just uh steak and potatoes I love, love classic good, steak. good love old good american steak. meal yep. right there that, yep. <laughs> that
0: sounds good um looking at the rest of these questions that i have written down oh uh do you have a favorite social media
1: um, Instagram. That's the only one I'm on these days, anyway. Okay. So I got rid of Twitter and all that other stuff. Probably, the right, probably the right. Too much thing yeah. It's unnecessary. It can be a little stuff. stressful on there. Yeah. I
0: live on there. there you it's, got, it's a sure, bit of a I stressful know. place. Yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> the Wild Wild West. Yeah, days, it huh? is, Oh God. <laughs> tell me about it. We can go on and on I've and on about that. getting
1: rid of my Instagram too, but yeah. still on there for now. So it's, it's an easy, easy yeah. thing. Yeah. Um,
0: two all-time records. One just got broken. LeBron James. Yep. Most points in NBA history. There's Barry Bonds with the most home runs in an uh, MLB history.
1: Which of those records do you believe will be harder to break? I think home runs. I think home runs because of, obviously, LeBron, the longevity is there too, but you see more guys enter the league at 19 or 20 yep. and play till they're 40. Nowadays, it's it's really hard to get to the big leagues at an early enough age and to hit as many home runs consistently for as long as – it's Barry crazy. did, and Hank Aaron, and, and all those guys that um, I think um, I think it'll be a long time before either one is broken, but I think the points record might be Unless LeBron plays another five years or right. something, and then, 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 uh, it's then, whole then, then it's a whole other question.
0: Yeah, we but. were talking about, I
1: mean, it's 50 homers a year for 10 years, and then you still gotta you just, hit like 270 more. You're not, yeah, close, you're not even close, which there. is insane yeah. to think
0: about. Yep. Can you finish this Taylor Swift lyric? It's me, high, I'm the problem, it's me. You got the whole line. Everybody else, they've taken me all the way to saying I'm the problem. Hey. We a Swifty? T-Swift, yeah. John Birdie. Love T-Swift. Uh, do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song? Um, No, I no. Just a, but just a fan. Just You'll turn whate- her on. Whatever
1: whatever she's got going popular-wise is probably the one I'm listening to. So. I like that. i are glad to hear <laughs> it. All right, and then we're wrapping up
0: here. Uh, I've played rock, paper, scissors against every single guy on Good. this team. I'm going to be honest. I've kind of lost track of my record. I think I'm four and three. At this point, four and three, I beat Gene Segura. Four and three. All right, I'm All right, well what's going the, in. we go we're gonna go rock, paper, scissors, and throw shoot. on shoot. Shoot, okay. Yeah, so we'll throw on shoot. Are you ready? Yep. And it's just it's one win. So That's it's fair. like if we tie, we tie. Okay. But if you win, we move on. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, <laughs> oh, Birdie wins. Scissors beats paper. Let's John go. Birdie. Thank you for joining me today on Miami Mike Dub. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Bally Sports Florida's Miami mic Up with me, Jeremy Taché. And a special thank you to our national sponsor in Southeast Toyota. Visit your local Toyota dealers or Toyota.com today and take advantage of the amazing deals on their full line of vehicles. No matter your destination, Toyota goes with you. Toyota, let's go places.